What's up, Pickleballers? Today's guest is Lorelei Sing Sing. She is from the University of Virginia's Pickleball Club. They are your 2023 college national champions. Lorelei, it's great to have you on the episode. Great to be here. We're doing 10 questions, 10 minutes, rapid fire. You're not going to have a lot of time to, you know, curate your answers. So are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. First question for those of us that don't know, who are you? So I'm Lorelei and I'm a current law student at the University of Virginia. Um, I'm originally from Maui, Hawaii and moved my way out to Oregon for undergrad and then eventually got out here to Charlottesville a couple years ago. And could you tell us a little bit about your pickleball journey? Sure. So my parents have been playing for over a decade now. There are some of the early adopters, um, but I didn't really get involved until COVID was when I really started playing more. I went back home um, home with them for my senior year of college and didn't really have anything else to do. And so we just play pickleball in the driveway all the time. And I started playing more and more, went back out to Oregon. And then eventually when I got to Virginia, I decided, okay, I'm starting law school. I may as well pick up a new hobby while I'm at it. And since then I've been playing a lot, started playing on the college team last year. Um, and I've just really got to see the college scene explode alongside the growth in the sport overall. And it's been, it's been really cool to be a part of. I mean, incredible. And question two, going back to college pickleball, taking you to 1620 in the national championship, UNC with the serve, what's going through your head? In all honesty, I was thinking, well, it's been a really good run for us. Um, I was I was so nervous, the whole dream breaker. Um, I do like singles, but the dream breaker format is so high intensity. It's so high stress. I. I'm always, I'm always worried when I'm playing and all I could think was, please don't get back to me. Please someone else finish this um, <laughs> one way or the other. And so incredibly anxious and the anxiety just grew as we got closer and closer. And I am, all I can say is I'm glad I didn't have to play more than one point in that final round. <laughs> and that's my question three. Like, did you ever think, I know you're saying, oh, somebody else finish it, but did, did you ever think, oh no, like this is probably coming back to me. I really didn't at first, especially because I was fourth in our rotation. Um, I had assumed because typically when you play a dream breaker, you go through, you play, you, everyone plays twice typically. And then maybe the first or second person will play um, a third round. It almost never gets that fourth person in the rotation. And I thought I was safe when I played my last, my second rotation. <laughs> and then we just kept going and we kept going and I started seeing, oh, oh, we're getting closer. Okay. Um, and getting back out there on the court for that third rotation was, I was, my heart was pounding. Um, what were you thinking when you're about to serve? Like, are you thinking like, just don't hit it out? Or like, are you pinpointing a spot to hit? Like what is happening there? I, yeah, I was telling myself, do not miss the serve and don't miss the third. And anything from there on is okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I think wow. at that point I had, I'd missed a couple um, returns or thirds. And so I was just telling myself, make two shots and then you're going to be fine. Just make those two. And thankfully that's all it took. And that was, those were the two. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Question four, where does your pickleball career go from here? So I'm excited to have one more semester. I'll be playing with UVA, um, but I do graduate this May. And so what I'm anticipating doing is hopefully continuing to play quite a bit, but I am going to take the bar. I'm going to be an attorney. So um, I don't foresee myself dropping, dropping that to pursue a full-time pickleball career, but I do hope I get to continue to play and potentially do some pro qualifiers or things like that. I've been talking with my mixed partner, David, about trying to get ourselves into some of those events. So hopefully that's on the horizon. Right on. I think that's uh, I think that's very doable and that's great to hear and wishing you nothing but success with the bar. 
Thank you. Stepping outside of pickleball a little bit, these next questions are kind of just, you know, random stuff, but question five, what does Lorelei do outside of law school and pickleball? Uh, honestly, the main things I do outside of law school and pickleball are I go to the gym a lot. Um, I'm there usually five to six days a week and it's right between my house and the law school. And so it's nice because if I can't convince myself to go one way, I convince myself to go on the way back. <laughs> um, and then I honestly watch a lot of TV or movies and things like that. I mean, are you more of a movie person or a show person? I feel like historically I've been more of a show person, but um, my boyfriend and I have been doing a lot of reruns of Harry Potter or recently we did went all the way through the Hunger Games. And so I've been converted into a bit more of a movie person because I feel like now there's the nostalgia of all the old movies that I watched growing up, but they finished the series. And so there's not the three year gap between sequels that there used to be. So I'm circling back to the movie side. So you can kind of like binge watch movies or have like a steady pace of movies. Exactly. I'm not big on delayed gratification when it comes to movies or TV shows. So I think now we're at the stage where there are certain movie series that fill that gap that you didn't know, used to. I'm with that. And that's why I like shows, but I like the show to finish. And that way I could just just dedicate some time and just knock it out. So I'm with you on, on no delayed gratification. You know, instant. I mean, who doesn't want it? Exactly. Okay. Question six. Can you teach me something in Pigeon, but make it pickleball related? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I actually, this is embarrassing. I don't speak pidgin. Um, for those of you who might not know, Hawaiian pidgin English is its own dialect. It's actually a language that a lot of people speak in Hawaii. Um, but my grandma, I, she, I lived with my grandparents, my parents growing up, and she was an English teacher. And she barred me from learning pidgin <laughs> or speaking it in the house because she was afraid that it would impact my like ability to learn grammar and things like that. So all of my friends speak pidgin. My mom speaks pidgin. I unfortunately missed out on that train. And now everyone in my life makes fun of me for it because I do not sound like a Hawaii local when I go home. <laughs> wow. Okay. Fair enough. So any phrases that you've like, I mean, I'm sure, you know, some phrases just in like local banter, anything, anything pickleball related that we can know or. Oh, so one fun thing is that on Maui, um, we, a lot of people call it puka ball instead of pickleball because puka means hole. So it's like, you know, the whiff ball with the holes in the ball. So there's a whole, um, organization on Maui called like Maui puka ball and they have all these shirts for it. And a woman owns a private court where she gives lessons and that's her brand. Um, so that's our fun. Fun Hawaii take on pickleball. Okay, I, I like it. Question seven. This is a community question. Who wins in a fight? A duck or a cavalier? I mean, I guess the question is how big is the duck? And is the is the cavalier... You know, it's interesting because I don't know if I'd consider the cavalier like a living being. You know, typically it's like a student in the outfit. I gotta say the student in the outfit, but usually they're on the horse. So if it's without the horse, I feel like it might be a bit more even of a battle, but I still I still got to go with the Cavalier. The Oregon Duck, I mean, he's great at doing push-ups, but I don't think I've ever seen him in a fist fight. So I'm still going to have to go with the guy with the saber. Fair enough. But who's the better mascot? Oh, the Duck. Absolutely. <laughs> I think there's the shock factor of seeing the cabman come out with the horse is cool once, but the duck gets so creative. I don't know if you saw this past weekend, he like rappelled down from a hundred feet in the air. Oh, um, yeah, no, he's the, he's the absolute best mascot. Wow. That's incredible. Okay. That's good stuff. And then he's like a push-up legend as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm team duck forever. There's, I don't think there's a better mascot in college football. Wow. That's, that's quite the statement. All right. I got a community question here. This is coming from, hang on one second. I want to get this name right. Pickle David Fitness. Do you know him? 
I do know him. He's my mixed partner. Oh, right on. Okay, okay. That makes sense. He asks, what's your arm routine? <laughs> well, that's that gym I was talking about earlier, either on the way to the law school or back from it. I go and I do um, typically do a push day twice a week and then full days as well. So comes comes up, comes into play there and then you hone it on the pickleball court. So I think you're the combo does arm it. workout, like essentially four, four days a week, you're hitting push, you're hitting pull twice a week each. So you're getting, yeah. Arm. And then you get on the courts and you use it, use your arms even more. So well rounded. What, what can we do to get, you know, arms like you and your mixed partner? I mean, I mean, could you give I think David's the real, he's the one who's really lifting the team on that front. He's in the gym way more than I am. Um, sometimes whenever I go with him, I, I am sore for a week straight. So, you know, I, I mean, I saw his biceps in the picture. I mean, they're, they're popping out. I mean, I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh -huh. So do I need to talk to him about, about the potential? Oh yeah. He can tell you everything about fitness, gym. He's, He's recently decided he might take a little bit of time away from the gym to play more pickleball. But I think in his mind, that's maybe an hour and a half a day instead of two hours a day. So he's the real expert. Okay, fair enough. Question nine, this is kind of going back to your law background or your law degree. In your personal life, in your pickleball life, are you breaking any unwritten pickleball rules? <laughs> um, I think the only unwritten pickleball rule has been the controversy over the Gearbox Pro Paddle. Um, I started using it a couple weeks before we went to nationals. And I remember there was some pickleball discord where I opened it afterwards and people were asking, is that girl's paddle legal? And um, I thought it was funny because on the court, if you watch any of the matches, I was not the one who was the threat. It was my partner, Alexandra and women's. She has the world's deadliest backhand and she was using, I think an old control model from Gearbox. Um, and so as much as I love the paddle, I think that's my biggest, biggest pickleball rule breaking. And I still don't think it had anything on, on her shots. Okay. Fair enough. And going into question 10, this is going to be a new segment called Lorelei law. I'm going <laughs> to okay. give you a few situations and you're going to basically make the law for how we go about it in the future. Okay. All right. Situation one, rally scoring or side out scoring. I like rally scoring. Um, I think it's more entertaining. I think it's better for the sport. And in under Lorelei law, rally scoring would be the, the go-to. Okay. Number two, saying sorry after you win a point on a let cord. I think only if you mean it, but I think putting a hand up is acceptable. Okay. The over the top sorry to me is kind of, it's kind of excessive. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> saying sorry after you body bag someone. Only if it's an accident. <laughs> Another one, but hand up is okay. Just... If it's on purpose, hand up, turn away. You wanted that. If it's an accident, then I think it's okay. Okay. I like it. I mean, that, that makes sense. Next one, stop in the game mid game because you got to use the restroom. <laughs> if you got to go, you got to go. I feel like that's acceptable. Okay. Last one, cussing your sibling out when they dinked instead of drove. <laughs> You know, I'm an only child, so from an from an unbiased point of view, I I think it's <laughs> actually, you know, no, I take it back. The sibling relationships, I know, I feel like I see that all the time, so I'll say that's acceptable. The family, the family ties give it a little bit of a little bit of leeway. So what happens on the court stays on the court. Exactly. All right, fair enough. Lorelei, any last words? Uh, no, thank you so much. This has been really exciting. And I just want, want to say thank you for having me on. And so glad I got to represent UVA here and on the court last week. Thanks for coming on. 2023 College National Champ.